pay us anything unless we win your case. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. It is 827 on the Mike Kelter Show. This is 1025 The Bone. There's 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Sorry, Galvin, what did I interrupt? Oh, I was saying, here's a rockin' chick for you. This is a band called Thunder Mother. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. Not bad at all, and I'm not taking anything away from a talent, but this is just hairband girl rock to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, there's just it's a difference between whole and... You know, like like there's a difference between Patty Smith and Patty Smythe. Yeah, you know, yeah. I like, like Hail. Do you like Hailstorm at all? No, no, I don't. I know. Yeah, I know she can sing. No? Yeah, and I, she's a hell of a singer. Yeah, she's great. But uh, it's just I'm just saying it's just a different kind of rock out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard for me to explain. Um, a couple of days ago, last week, sometime, my son captured a video of my daughter. She was outside playing with leaves or whatever, and he started videotaping her. And she got offended by that and shot him the double birds and then began to lip sync the F word at him. And I took the video and posted it. And I got the exact reaction I thought. It was funny to most people. And then also people were offended by it, didn't see the humor and thought she was being vulgar. And I I understand that because you don't know the the context in which it was out there. And, you know, so uh, I took that as an opportunity for us to do something that people have been clamoring for for a long time, and that was mean tweets, where my daughter would read mean things that people say about me on Twitter. But really, I haven't been that active on Twitter, and ever since a certain cross-eyed cuck fell into the ocean, there's really (laughs) not anybody being mean to me on Twitter either. So it just kind of fell off. I didn't want to force it. But the comments that came out on Facebook and Twitter after that, I thought, well, here's an opportunity for us to do mean tweets. And uh, we did it, and people love it. People are saying it's the best one that she's ever done. She's a little older now, so she's uh, she's real dramatic when she's doing it, and it's it's pretty interesting. So yesterday I asked the video guy on the show, Gio, if he could make a uh, – <laughs> uh, I said I actually said, can you just put the audio over a picture? Because everybody's asking me for it, and I'm not going to just start sending – individual files out to everybody i go let's just put it somewhere central where people can go and hear it and it is uh the video that geo ended up making is great uh joe have you seen it i have not seen it but i imagine it's fantastic it's it's, it's good yeah. it's good uh it is basically a uh a picture and then there's some other pictures kind of like a powerpoint thing and um it's funny and the entire mean tweets is available right now if you go to at the mike Alta show you go right to our Instagram page. It's right there. It's free. Click on it. Listen to it. Watch the little pictures. There's even pictures of me dancing like a gopher within the uh, within the mean tweet. So for those of you who have been asking me, and there have been a lot of people asking me for it, mean tweets is up on the show Instagram at the Mike Halta Show. There you go. Go like it. Watch it. Thank you very much. Uh, in a couple of seconds, we are going to talk to Mark Tremonti. You know Mark from the band Creed. I have known Mark. For 1998, when did when did my own prison come out? I have known him for at least 23 years, 23, 24 years. Now I say no, I don't mean like uh, we're not hanging out on the weekends. But 97, we, 97, we have hung out. We've had been at shows together before. I've been backstage at shows. I've seen them in small venues. I've seen them at the Thunderdome with Metallica and Kid Rock. Uh, I have seen them uh, several times. I've seen Alter Bridge. I've uh, been to the recording studio while Mark Tremonti laid down solos for the album. Uh, 
and when Galvin introduced his new album to us, we were blown away. Oh, yeah. Blown away. Yeah. It is Tremonti Sings uh, Sinatra. I love Sinatra, and I couldn't for the life of me. Galvin said, this is somebody who's a musician. He is not necessarily known for singing. Can you try and get it? There was no way in the world I was going to guess. It was so impressive. And then it turns out it was Mark, who joins us right now on the hotline. Uh, Mark, how are you, buddy? How you doing? Thanks for having me. It is uh, it is great to talk to you. I don't know that you remember, but I was just saying I must know you for 25 years now. Uh, I believe when I was at 98 Rock, we were one of the first stations to play my own prison. You guys used to – I mean, I've seen you in every capacity from playing small clubs to when you guys played the Thunderdome with Metallica and Kid Rock. Uh, what a great – what a great uh, life you have had in the last 25 years, my man. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Good to, good to know you all these years. Now, I will also say that Mark, is, uh, he's always been good-looking. He's always had abs, yeah, which you don't see a lot of times for rock stars, right? Uh, I don't know what your workout routine was, but you might want to call Vince Neal up and see if you can give him a little advice. <laughs> I don't know about abs, man. I'm about, to, I'm about to turn 50 in a couple of years. Listen, I'm telling you right now, when, when Creed first came out, they were a different style. You, you guys, like, you were the first guitar player with short hair for a while. I mean, everybody's a long-haired, greasy uh, guitar player, and then there you were, short-haired, good-looking guy, and you were like, okay, this isn't, you don't see this a lot. Uh, do you think, I know this is going to be, a, this is a humble thing to say, so it's going to be hard for you to answer, but I think you're very, and maybe it's because of your demeanor and because you you seem humble, but I think that... Uh, you are very underrated as a guitar player. Oh, well, thank you very much. You know, I, I would have I would have done the long hair thing if it if I didn't look like a complete idiot doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, that's what I wanted to do when I was a kid. Yeah, well, everybody did, and then we're dealt whatever hand we have. But uh, uh, I I uh, was talking to David Wells last night, and I remember that he and I drove out to Orlando, and you were laying down solo tracks for an album. And we got to watch you lay them down right there on Pro Tools inside this room. And that was, I had never seen it because it, it was just at the time where people were using Pro Tools and you didn't really have to go into a recording studio. And I want to say it was like a house that Matchbox 20 owned or something like that. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was, uh, gosh, I think that was probably Human Clay we did that on. Um, yeah, man, I, I talk to Dave all the time. He's a, he's a great man. Yeah, so he told me last night, I was telling him that you were going to be on the show today. And he said that you had sent them some of these Sinatra songs a while ago to check them out. Uh, Mark, I got to tell you, Galvin played it for us. He didn't. He said, uh, I'm going to play it for you. It's a musician, not somebody known for singing. Listen to it. You could have put a million dollars in front of me and said, if I guess who it was, I would get that money, and I had no clue. I didn't know you were such a great singer. Well, I appreciate it. You know, I think, uh, I think the Sinatra thing is way easier for me than – well, not easier. It's more home for me for my voice than uh, – all the pushing that the rock and roll stuff requires, you know. Yeah, but do you do you always did you do that stuff? Like I grew up in New York, so uh, Sinatra has been in my blood since I was a kid. My great grandfather and my grandfather was at eight track tapes. I mean, I knew all the words by the time I was ten. Did you grow up in that environment, or did you just realize my voice is in a register where I could sing this music? You know, I think it was hard to get away from Frank Sinatra when you're growing up. You know, I've I've got an Italian family, and and uh, Christmas time. You know, Sinatra would be on the radio, and I would—I'd uh, always appreciate it and always loved it. Um, but when I got older and my voice changed and I started singing along to it, it just felt um, 
it just felt good singing it. You know, it was it was something I didn't have to push my voice for that fit my range real well. And then uh, I think it took about three years ago. I just went down the rabbit hole and became obsessed with Sinatra. I'm like, you know, I want to I want to do my best to replicate what he's doing because it's just just for fun. I didn't think I was going to record anything. I just wanted to do it and um, went nuts about it. And and who? Okay, so now you have the album Tremonti sings Sinatra. I didn't know at the time that we did the news story a couple of weeks ago if there would be more songs coming or what the deal was. How many songs are on the album? We did fourteen tracks. Oh, so it's a full, it's a legit thing with the full orchestra. Oh yeah, man, we did uh, we did six, you know, fourteen tracks in only six days. But these guys, when you uh, you heard under my skin, that's uh, that's all one take with the band. The band is. From top to bottom, just one take through. These guys aren't copy and pasting anything. They're they're pros through and through. Do do they look at you and you know roll their eyes at first? Like, okay, here's another guy gonna sing Sinatra, and then when it's over, be like, holy crap, that was actually really good. You know, after we did the first session, a lot of the guys came up to me afterwards and were like, you know, I didn't know what to make of this, um, but uh, you did a, you did a great job, kid. You know, and then by the end of the session, a lot of them are like, you know, we should take this on the road. This would be a fun, a fun tour. And hear these guys say that was was real exciting. And now I'm just, uh, you know, I've got my first show booked on May 14th uh, here in Orlando, and um, I'm just wondering what the hell I'm going to do. In those forty-second breaks and songs, where there's no singing, and I'm just standing there with a microphone with no guitar on my shoulder. Listen, you do what Dean Martin did. You pretend to have a martini, and you just uh, welcome the crowd every other song. Uh, there, do you remember playing the State Theater in St. Peter? Though I do. Yes. Okay. I mean, I, I would imagine a gazillion venues. You're not going to remember everyone, but State Theater. Was, was pretty cool, and you guys played there a couple of times. And uh, the State Theater went under uh, renovation uh, last year or the year before. They put millions of dollars in that place, and they turned it into – it's now called the Floridian Social Club. And it's basically the same layout with the State and everything, but they made it look so great. I mean, if ever there was a show that belonged in the Floridian Social Club, it is you singing Sinatra. I think that would be absolutely fantastic. We need to bring that show here. Hey, book it, and I'll be there. Listen, yeah, I will. I, I will really book wanna... it. I will buy. This could be huge. Now, now you did this album for charity, correct? I did. I did, and it's uh, it's done really, really well. We've, uh, you know, I think the very first day this came out, we we had raised over a hundred thousand dollars in the first day. So it's been. Wow. I don't know what is that now, but um, just the just the show we're doing on the fourteenth is is already sold out, and it's all. Uh, it just feels good, you know. It's one thing to to make money for you and your family, and doing that for your whole lives, but to to do it for you know, when we meet these these folks that you're going to affect, um, it's just it's a good. It feels great. Yeah, and also you're really rich right now, anyway, right? Uh, no, you know I've been out of work for the last two years. Just yeah, but like you just else. you just put that like ten million dollars in the bank and just let that collect. I mean, Jesus Christ! All those Creed albums had to be. They were so one after. I remember. I remember the third album. I, I remember thinking you guys were rich on the second album, and you were like, no, the third album is where we're going to make the most money. And all of those albums sold so well. Then your band, then Alter Bridge, all that stuff. I mean, that's a really good rock and roll career. And you seem to be smarter than the average rock star. Well, I don't spend uh, I don't spend all my money like a lot of people have. You know, I'm, 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 everybody makes fun of me for being so cheap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you I have to. Ball machine. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember that kid DJ Qualls, the little skinny, skinny kid from that movie Road Trip. He was on Letterman one time, 
right after road trip became a huge hit. And Letterman goes, what are you buying with all your money? He goes, oh, nothing. He's like, I got a Hyundai, a used Hyundai. He goes, you never know when this stuff's going to run out. <laughs> There's a part of that where you have to you have to kind of be conscious of, hey, this may not last forever. But fortunately for you, you've had a really good run. Yeah, you know, and it's and so I gotta give it up for anybody making a living these days in the in the rock and roll world because it's uh, it's definitely a different world than we started in with the record sales and the nowadays with COVID going on, it's hard for bands to get out there and make a living. So you gotta everybody's gotta go support them as much as they can because it's uh, it's a tough world out there for the rock and roll band. Well, I gotta tell you, I'm glad that things are opening. I went to go see Slash a couple of weeks ago. It was the first live show I've gotten to see in some time with your boy. Uh, Miles, I have to tell you, Miles is like like most women. Miles is getting prettier as he gets older. <laughs> <laughs> Miles is Miles is the man. He's about the nicest person you'll ever meet in your life, and uh, he takes good care of himself. And he's got, I mean, the greatest rock and roll tenor voice I've he's, ever heard. And he's uh, unbelievable pleasure to work with all these years. He, uh, I was looking at him, and I was like. Just look at it. He's an unbelievable singer, and that cheekbone structure, I just thought, if I had to go to prison, I'd want him to be my cellmate if I had to pick one. Just one. Uh, we're talking to Mark Tremonti. You know Mark from from uh, Creed and from Alter Bridge and from Tremonti, and he's got an album called uh, Mark Tremonti Sings Sinatra, and it is phenomenal. And I would recommend, now, is this just something that we're downloading, or can you actually get a hard copy somewhere, or do we do that anymore? If you go to TremontiSingSinatra.com, uh, you can buy records, you can buy shirts, um, you can buy, you know, there's different uh, versions of the LP. Uh, you can, there's just a Donate Now button. So we partnered with NDSS, National Down Syndrome Society, and uh, you can just go to the site. If you just want to go directly and just buy or just donate money, you can do that. Or you can buy, like I said, the CDs, the, the records, the merchandise. There's a lot of shirts and stickers and keychains and that kind of stuff. Well, I, I hope uh, people go out there and support it because uh, I I really do think it's fantastic. I think you do a great job. I think it's even better that it's surprising. You know, nobody expects that to come out of you, and then when you do, and it's so good, it's just a really good story. And the fact that you're doing it to help out the National Down Syndrome Society helps. Um, I will promise you this. If you decide to do a show in the Tampa Bay area, uh, we will 100% support it and sell it out. I will tell you that this this town, as you know, Tampa Bay has always been a supporter of yours since the early night or the mid nineties. Um, they're uh, going to love this. I mean, the reaction to what we played was great. I know you know Drew uh, Garabo, who does afternoons for us from Orlando. Uh, Drew is also on the board of the National uh, Down Syndrome uh, chapter here in Tampa. So know 100% that if uh, you ever do anything over here, we will be happy to support it and make this thing huge for you. Well, I'd love to take you up on that. I'm really excited to get it on the road, and and, uh, we'd love to see you there. Great. Uh, Really good work, Mark. I I think the album is great. I can't wait to hear all of it. And uh, if you want to go get it, go to TremontiSingSinatra.com and just uh, Google it anywhere. It comes right up. It's great to talk to you. I'm glad you're still making music no matter what genre. And any is there any possibility of any uh, Creed stuff in the future? Yeah, there's always this possibility. It's, uh, you know, every now and then, every year or so, we get a call from somebody asking about getting the band back together. But um, a lot of times it's in the middle of a record cycle for Alter Bridge or Tremonti, and we just mm-hmm. have to make sure the timing is right for it. Is there a chance they let Bert Kreischer back in the band? No. That band will not be reunited <laughs> at all. Um, I, I will tell you that... Uh, 
Say, say it again. I remember that band, to be honest with you. <laughs> Bert, Bert puts that in his skit. He says I was in a band with him back in college, but uh, I just don't remember that band. And I got to I gotta sit down with him and talk about it. Mark, Bert is one of my better friends. I mean, I've known Bert for 20 years, and he told that to us on our show for the first time. And then I ran into you at the Slash concert in Orlando probably about six or seven years ago, and I asked you, and you said, no, I would remember a guy named Bert. That was your exact... And when I told him, his heart fell out of his... He, he almost cried. I go, I go. he does not remember you whatsoever. It didn't even ring a bell. So, yeah, I'd love... That would be great for the two of you to sit down and talk about it together. Well, everybody says he's about the funniest guy. Ever. He is funny as hell. I've seen all his, his stuff. But, um, but yeah, I... I, I I, I think I remember every band that I that I've been in since uh, since I was a young man. So yeah, but uh, I'd love to hear I'd love to hear stories. A lot of crazy times in Tallahassee. I just can't yeah. wait till the truth comes out and Bert's like, oh no no wait that's not him. That's not him. <laughs> yeah, it was it was something else. Something else. <laughs> hey Mark, great to talk to you. Congratulations on this album. I hope it becomes a huge success. And please have your people feel free to call on us if you want to do something in Tampa. We will blow it up for sure. Awesome. I really appreciate it. All right, pal, take it easy. There you go, the great uh, Mark Tremonti, underrated guitar player, great singer, who knew he could sing Sinatra. So I went and saw uh, Alter Bridge whenever they were playing, and he was warming up backstage, and he was playing uh, Eugene's Trick Bag, which is from Crossroads, which mm-hmm. was uh, what uh, Steve Vai was playing. And I turned around and looked, and he, I mean, he's warming up with that. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I, <laughs> I guess so. And it's he's unbelievable. So, he's very humble, and he's very... What you just heard is usually is what he is, what he gets. And I love it because Scott was the absolute opposite. <laughs> Scott, Scott was a golden god, mm-hmm. and uh, the yes. two of them together is what makes the struggle, is what makes a band real. All right, uh, go check it out. Tremonti sings Sinatra. It's really good stuff. In fact, we'll play some of it when we come back from break. And when we come back from break, Galvin has a brand new open letter next. It's the Mike Calta Show. This is 102.5 The Bone. You're listening to the Mike Calta. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.